0: Another big focus on LRC today, Prime Minister Modi was in Tamil Nadu today where he offered prayers at the Lord Ramanatha Swami Temple this after taking a holy dip at the Agni teerth beach. Uh, the Prime Minister's visit to Karnataka and Tamil Nadu has been his third visit to South India in a month uh, while he's visited various temples in Andhra Pradesh, in Kerala and Tamil Nadu that have a connection to the Ramayana. As these visits come ahead of the Grand Ram Temple Ceremony These visits also come ahead of the general elections later this year. So, will Modi magic, which definitely works in the Hindi heartland, as we've seen in the recent state elections, will this magic and will these visits and the mega announcements that he's been making help boost the BJP in the south where they have been struggling of late? So, the question we're asking, can the Prime Minister's south push take BJP's trajectory north? Well, uh, joining us for more uh, on uh, on this issue, we're joined by... Salim Dharani Dharan, a spokesperson of the DMK. Ashwarya Mahadev, spokesperson of the Congress Party. Pula Rao, senior journalist, will also be joined uh, shortly uh, by Anil Antony, a spokesperson of the BJP. So he'll be joining shortly. Uh, uh, first and foremost, I'd uh, like to ask Salim, uh, uh, your, you know, what is your sense of the Prime Minister's visit? We do know that uh, in the south, as I mentioned, the, the BJP has been struggling. But even so, uh, the Prime Minister this concerted attention to the south, grand announcements, also uh, the way he's dressing—he's, you know, it, while of course the politics of Kerala, Tamil Nadu, Andhra is, is very, very different. You know, in each of the places, he's been giving it that local touch as well.
1: Yeah, so, firstly, thank you for having me in the show. Good evening. But I like to make a small correction with my name. My name is Selam Tharini Daran. So All right. I, uh, so I, think I would like that to be corrected. See, I think any any intention, any words will have to be matched by actions, right? The ret- rhetoric does not matter; actions matter. Tamil Nadu, we give, we send about one rupee, and we get thirty paisa back. South as such, we get, we send one rupee, and we we get about thirty-four paisa back. Compared with the Hindi heartland, where, where for every one rupee they get about two point five times more. In fact, another example I would like to say is recent um, flooding of Chennai and uh, and South Tamil Nadu. The range were as high as we have seen in 150 years, right? We have never seen that much rainfall in 150 years, 120 centimeters. But we did not get any funding or assistance from the union government. Of course, they say they gave 900 crores, but that is part of the 2005 Disaster Management Act, which every state is supposed to get. And Tamil Nadu was supposed to get is due by July itself. Compare that with what happened in Gujarat. In Gujarat, when there were cyclone in 2021, within two days, Prime Minister announces thousand crores in addition to the State uh, Disaster Management Fund, and he visits within 24 hours Gujarat. But Tamil Nadu, we haven't received any money. Let me go to AIMS in Tamil Nadu. AIMS in Tamil Nadu was inaugurated at the same time as AIMS in Himachal, then ruled by BJP, same time as AIMS in Assam. But AIM, but uh, as recent as last six months, there was not even a brick in AIMS Madurai. And Tamil Nadu, for the AIMS, they requested us to get loan from Jaica Bank, the Japanese bank. But Union government funded uh, the aims in uh, Himachal Pradesh and Assam, uh, and that's why they're able to finish all the project All right. Now. So
0: yes, I, mean, I, I do don't. believe in all the local channels there in Tamil Nadu. This is, you know, the big topic of discussion: not getting funding from the centre. And uh, so you're saying that all these visits to the temple would not have as much effect as perhaps, you know, the Prime Minister releasing those funds for South India. We're also joined by Anil Antony of the BBC. No, I just want to. Can, can I just
1: add I, I want to make one more important point. Yes, go can ahead. Can I? See, DNK as such is not against any religion. But we don't believe in bringing spirituality into politics. Spirituality can't become politics. No, In politics we are here to do public good, to do good to people. India is a pluralistic land. Where is pluralism right now? it can't fool people based on religion or based on... Alright, you are saying what works, so to, and of course this is ground. something happened, that we all know,
0: what, what works like in the party. North does not work in the South, and while all this appeals in the North a lot, and as we've seen in the recent elections, you're saying none of this uh, you know, temple visits is something that appeals in the South. Anil Antony, a big focus by the Prime Minister on South India, you know, given that the BJP needs a push there, you know, you've lost Karnataka, you only got 8 seats in Telangana, and you parted ways with the AIDNP, or at least seem to have parted ways with them in uh, Tamil Nadu. So really the BJP in trouble in the south.
2: Thank you, Gargi, um, for having me in the show. Uh, so first of all, I would like to start by clarifying and making it very clear that the Janata Party do not have any kind of differentiation between south or north or west or east. Our Prime Minister, since he started leading this country, always have been governing with the motto, the vision of Sapka saath, Sapka Vikas, Sapka Vishwas and we have been working for all the 140 poor people of this country at the same time. But our party, as you are well aware, at different points of time, we uh, were not that strong in many areas, but things have rapidly changing. For example, in the Northeast, seven years back, we were not there in any of the states there, uh, in the government, but now, Seven of the eight states in the northeast is governed by the Bharatiya Janata party along with our allies or by ourselves. And the, the prime minister... The, the allies, itself, yes. Four by ourselves and three with our allies of eight. And the northeast itself our prime minister in the last nine years have gone almost 60 times. Now suddenly there is a lot of focus on the prime minister's visit in the south. But the prime minister has been frequently traveling to every nook and corner of this country and whenever... There is a narration that is created by the opposition that some people are being left behind, which is not a reality, we make sure that those kind of misconceptions are removed at the start itself. So in the south, yes, he has travelled quite a lot in the south also recently. It is because of multiple reasons. One, there is a historic event that is happening on the 22nd of January. There is a Pran Pradishta that is happening in the Ayodhya temple, which uh, our Honorable Prime Minister himself is a part of. And to prepare himself for some of the very uh, important rituals there, he is doing 11 days of extreme, um, uh, a lot of rituals as well as a lot of Kadin vrats. And as a part of that, he is visiting many of the temples in the south also. And many of these temples he is visiting in the south, there are four or five he has visited and each of them have certain historic connotations and linkages to many of the events that happened in the Ramayana. So he is visiting many of those temples related to that also. And then along with that, all the visits, it had many important uh, developmental work, like for example, in Kerala, he was there two days back. He visited the Tripariyar uh, temple, In uh, he visited the Guru Ayur temple, but that is one part of it. He also inaugurated a dry port in Kuchin, um, um, the Navy's port and that is the largest in Asia. So well, we have developed. All right. So
0: you're this. saying that this is there's not some mega push as all of us, you know, are, uh, are looking at these three visits in in within a month and uh, you know looking at the prime minister doing these uh, you know rounds uh, of the temples as well as making these big announcements in the southern states as uh, something that is coming ahead of the elections. Ashwarya Mahadev, your comments uh, on this? And again, uh, here I think this is somewhere where the Congress could probably learn from the BJP, even when they are you know weak in some states or they you know they they don't have has much support, but they never give up. They, you know, keep at it. And uh, like we've seen in the past as well.
3: Good evening, Gargi. I think it's well and good to have all the ruts, the detox of the diets in in the run-up to the consecration and the beautiful photo ops of visiting all some of the most iconic temples in the South. Absolutely well and good, right? But that doesn't take away from the fact that the South as a whole, has been discriminated against by the BJP government, whether it is, as my colleague from the DMK just pointed out, whether it's relief for the floods that happened in Chennai, whether it's the relief for one of the most unprecedented droughts in Karnataka, whether it's the Upper Bradra project, whether it's the Mekedatu project, whether it's the new metro line, whether it's devolution in terms of the finance commissions, there's a massive difference in the terms and the way that southern states are treated by the north. And let me also add this singular comparison, right? When the BJP held a state in Karnataka, you saw the way that the center acted towards them and the stepmotherly treatment that has been meted out to non-BJP governments in the south. Is it political gumption? I believe yes, but in a democracy, I do not believe it is statesmanship for any central government to act the way that it, it does. And I believe today the southern push is great. It wonderfully you know, highlights the history, I'm sure. And the prime minister does love the opportunity to see some of these iconic temples. But while he does that, Instead of mere announcements of thousands of crores there, because this has happened time and time again before elections everywhere, it is about actually bringing those things to fruition. You saw several announcements for my state, but the minute they were routed in Karnataka, there's absolutely no response on that. You saw several announcements in other southern states also, even when you bought the metro man to Anil's own state, and after which you see that there's a complete non-committal attitude towards ensuring these projects get done. I do not believe any of this is going to resonate because of the rational based decision making that the south has always displayed and i believe that this may be a push for elections but it would be better if they spoke about development because gargi let me just end by saying this for a government that talks about sabka saath, sabka vika sabka vishwas and i don't know which kal we are in now right because they talk about so much development but today the entirety of their plank has moved away from all terms of development and has moved into the consecration of one temple which belongs to everybody not one political party which shows you precisely what the agenda of that party is because their development plank is not strong enough whatsoever. Alright I, I will I will get Anil, get Anil to respond to that in
0: just a moment answer. but let me get Pula Rao in here and uh, uh, sir yeah. your comments on this yes uh, what works in the north does not work in the south uh, Anil Anthony saying you know there is no discrimination but clear a lot of the southern states, and this is something that unites them, uh, they have this sense of injustice being meted out uh, by the centre.
4: If you put in hard work in politics, you get returns. It just takes time, gestation. Our friends are both right and wrong. You see, as Mr. Ali has pointed out, yes, the BJP focused on the northeast, which was a no-go area. After repeated visits, repeated visits, they have captured a government. There are many governments. In the south, people keep saying. South is out of bounds for, DL, uh, for BJP or oh, well, for that matter, it's not out of bounds for any party. I won't say only BJP, but they have to put in hard work. There is a gestation period, if you notice in our history, when a party like the BJP enters a state, it takes 40 years. From 1951, when the Jansang was formed, they formed a government in 98. It took 48 years. In Karnataka it took 30 years. They first got in the minister with Hegde. Then slowly, that's what the B. that's the way the BJP works. There was a gap in Tamil Nadu and Andhra. They abandoned their activities. Now they've started. It is a gestation period. And definitely, I don't think it is totally transactional. As Mr. Salem has said, that you give us thousand crores for this. You know, it is part of it. He may be right. But the frequency of his visits to Telangana, to Andhra, to Tamil Nadu, Kerala, it does It does bring something in the people, you know, it does make openings. I will not say they're going to capture power next time, they're going to win 50 of these 100, but they are making their way, they're making very strenuous effort. Yes, you also mentioned that the Congress party could perhaps do some of these things. for the other political parties to react if they want to protect their turf. And, you know, I think that Narendra Modi has shown energy, persistence and returns are not coming immediately. The percentage of votes may go up. Definitely, I think they will go up in Tamil Nadu and Telangana. Whether they get MP seats or not is another thing. The gestation period, another 10 years, 5 years, 15 years, we can't say, but that takes time and they're making efforts.
0: And that's what, I, that's what I mentioned, that, you know, the perseverance remains even after uh, what happened in Telangana, you know, just a, a, a few days after that, you had Amit Shah there holding a political meeting. So that is something that one, you know, other parties and especially the Congress could perhaps take from there. Yes, uh, Anil, yes, i yes, really looking very cheered, uh, sir, by your assessment. Uh, your comments, Anil, and what uh, uh, Salem and Aishwarya, both those points, the points that they made earlier. See,
2: one I would focus on... The points they made on the south were again as a party. I am once again telling you that the party the is the one
0: top united party. point that they made was about how they they feel that these funds are not being, you know, given to the south, and that is something that, uh, and I believe in all local channels, is also discussed uh, uh, quite a
2: lot. See, we have a lot of non BGP governments across the state, and now we look at Karnataka itself, Aishadia's home state. The Congress party came there with a lot of. Promises and by month six, they are all their exchequer is an that they are not not able to deliver on many of the promises that we, they have made to the people. While you look at the Bhadi agenda party, like we have no such forms. You look at I, um, uh, two of my uh, co-panelists today were telling that our development agenda is not strong enough. But let me tell you something very clearly that in the last, when we are going for our third term, what is our main plan, is our prime minister's guarantee? In the last 10 years, we have guaranteed a lot of things, and everything we have guaranteed, we have delivered in the last 10 years. Just two year, last year, we to Great Britain. We became the fifth largest economy. We have almost doubled our GDP. And in the last 10 years, we have delivered on promises to such an extent that every single household in this country have now become a beneficiary of one of the 300 odd schemes we have started. It's almost All four right, crore, let, let crore. Let me hundred. get Salem
0: in here. Salem Dharani Dharan, if you could, you know, uh, answer on on that point and what Mr. Pullara also just want
2: to
1: Complete this. Yeah, point, the, whole, the point of the matter is this. I think the BJP plays with the Numbers and percentages. We are, we are a population of one, thir- one um, 30, 130 crore people, right? So we overtaking UK, a country of 8 crore in terms of overall GDP is not, it doesn't matter what is your per capita GDP in real numbers, right? From 2004 to 2014, India's economy increased by about four times. But when 2014 to 23, oh, yeah, but what about
0: the point regarding so the perseverance of the Prime 30. Minister so and how? Has been lower. What it about is to have an impact?
1: India's youth unemployment is one of the highest in the world. Let me go also to the fact that Al-Azira's recent article, what did they say? A, sit, a, a former Joint Secretary of the Prime Minister's office said that Prime Minister wanted to uh, bra- indirectly influence the Finance Commission in reducing the grants that has been going to the states. Without the states, how will the country grow? Only if the individual states grow, the country will grow. But if you do not want to give money to the state, you do not want to have devolution, how will the country grow? The country cannot grow because each state in India is different. The, if you look at the socio-economic parity in the country, that is more diverse than even the countries of the European Union. The gra- All right, I'm completely out of time. I'll give the last word to sir. Uh, your comments
0: you uh, on on this on this policy. debate on uh, whether the Prime Minister's visit is going to you know help the BJP's trajectory in the south.
4: Well, you know it is going to help whether you like it or not. He has become a familiar figure, as you as you mentioned. Amit Shah, Prime Minister, other leaders are always there. They're moving around. It does affect you in this day when the television is the way of reaching people. They are seen where What they say, all the transactions they offer, maybe they have to do better. But they are there, they become familiar. They are not distant figures sitting in Delhi. They are there every day. They are participating in many functions. The way they are given the Padma Awards, Whether right. they, as I said, it takes time. Five years, ten years, if they persist. But it is definitely helping them grow, become familiar. And reduce the anti BJP feelings that might have been there over the last years for various reasons. But, you know, the All final. Right, sir, well, I'm 20- so
0: sorry to cut you short them completely out of time, but thank you so much, uh, Mr. Pulla and Aishwarya and uh, Salem and uh, Anil Antony there for joining us on the program today.